welcome everybody to the Right Reality Podcast. My name is Mixie. I'm Steve. Hell yeah, you are. And this is the Right Reality Podcast. We are so excited because this episode, well, this past episode, we had three people cut from Joe Millionaire. And so oh. Steve and I are thinking, who are we going to get? Who are we going to get for the exit interview? Maybe we'll get one of them. But no. No. Steven, we got two. The number that does not exist. The number that doesn't exist exists here at the Right Reality Podcast because we got Andrea and Katie on at the same time talking with us. I'm so excited. I I can't wait for you guys to listen to this. Like, It was just so much fun having the dynamic of having two people together. It was just great. And they were like, hey, they were like, they're just going back and forth. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Buckle up. You're going to enjoy this one. Let's get into it. Let's go. All righty, guys. Let's welcome two of the unfortunately unlimited uh, participants of Joe Millionaire. We have Katie Andrea with us. Hello, guys. Hello. Hi, guys. How's it going? We are so excited to have you on here. We have a long, long list of questions that I'm sure all of the listeners are dying to hear. So, you know, Stephen, if you're ready, let's just jump right into it. Well, obviously, we need to start with the most important thing. First of all, hi, ladies. Welcome to the number one show millionaire podcast. You said Stephen and I immediately got PTSD for a second. (laughs) It's a pH. It's a pH. Yeah, you're okay in my book. <laughs> the pHs are cool. The V's have always been bad. We've always known this. And now oh, this brilliant show is just exposing Stevens with the V's to everybody across the country. So so parents, you know, Steven with a pH. If you're going to name your kid Steven, Steven with a pH is the way to go. Um, speaking of awesome people like Steven with the pHs, we have to ask, obviously, obviously, about the real star of the show, Martin... Our 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 north star, if we will. Apple of my eye. He's so great. I love him. Ugh. Is he everything we think he is and more? Because last week he got maybe the best edit of all time on television. Yeah. And we just need to know everything about him. So whoever wants to start first, you could tell your love stories about Martin <laughs> and everything that's great about Martin. Andre, you can go ahead because I feel like I didn't really spend too much time around Martin to be honest. Yeah. That's very sad for you. I feel bad. Yeah, I'm sorry for your loss. Sorry about that. <laughs> Martin's pretty awesome. Um the only thing with him is that whenever he comes around you don't know if it's good or bad. So for me, I would always try to uh ask him for a hug, hoping that he would sway things in my favor, you know. That's smart. That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'd always be like, "Hey, hi Martin, can I give you a hug?" He's like, "Sure." I was like, "Okay, great." You're like, we're just going to go somewhere because he's giving me a hug. If he shooed me away, it was elimination time. Right, exactly. I'm like, how, how do we know he doesn't have, maybe he's like, yeah, that one over there. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, that one always gives me hugs, so keep her around. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, he's he's amazing. And he's he was always there for us, I have to say. He really did become, like this week, Brianna said, Daddy Martin. And that's kind of how it felt. You know, you wanted, you were kind of scared of him, right? Like a dad, yeah. but at the same time, you were like, you would look for for him for like, I guess, like to console you. So was he like a, around the house or I'm sorry, the manor? Uh, was he around like just hanging out when you guys weren't exactly filming? Or was he really just like there for filming and then out as soon as it, it, they said cut? 
Yeah, no, he he wasn't really around. It was more just like when we had an announcement or an elimination ceremony. Okay, so I can understand how he's scary. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, he's like Santa. Comes around one time. You don't know if you're getting coal or, you know, candy. So (laughs) it's kind of like that. Santa Martin. So, Santa Martin, exactly. Well, since we're talking about Daddy Martin, um, we're 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 gonna play our very first game about Daddy Martin, and you said she gave like the best. Like we're just gonna play it again for everybody who missed it last week, and or just to refresh everybody's mind. Daddy Martin. Okay, so now. It's going to be your guys' job to do your best imitation of her doing the voice of Daddy Martin. So, oh my, I'll, Daddy Martin. There it is. Again, for first. reference. One more time for reference. Daddy Martin. There it is. All right, you guys ready? Daddy Martin. That's yeah, good. that was really good. That was so good. Yeah, okay, tough act to follow. Okay, I'm not good with accents. Um, Daddy Martin. That was good too. That was really good, good too. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love it. Oh god. Oh guys, we're off to a great start so far. That was fantastic. Amazing. I wanted to get into a little bit more detail about uh the camping date. Uh you know, we did actually we talked about this on the podcast. We got to see a lot of the date, but there is a lot of things obviously that were cut. So I kind of wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about it. First thing I wanted to talk about was the school bus. How long were you on the school bus? How far was the drive? Were you guys like doing the classic singing the, you know, 99 bottles of beer on the wall and all of that jazz? What was it? Explain this. Explain the bus ride situation. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Well, I'll just say like my POV was like everyone was singing that fucking song and I was just like, get me the fuck off this bus. It was like a two hour (laughs) journey. The suspension in the bus wasn't great. So we're like this every bomb. And I was just like, I can't, I can't deal with this. Please let me out. Um, and then we played truth or dare, which kind of spiced it up a little bit, but, um, yeah, That's yeah it wasn't, it wasn't my favorite bus journey, but, um, what about you, Andre? what do you think? I, I definitely, I mean, you know, I'm a weirdo. So for me, like singing nine, nine bottles of beer on the wall, like that's kind of like my thing. I probably would have started it, you know? <laughs> But I think I love the truth or dare because truth or dare can either be really clean or really dirty. And for some reason, you know, when you're kind of locked up away with four, however many girls were at that time and two guys, yeah, all you're thinking about is dirty. So it was a good game. Yeah, it was a good game. It kept us entertained all the way there. And uh, I mean, they didn't play a lot of the juicy parts. Yeah. Was it, was it a long, was it a pretty long bus ride or? I think it was like at least it was like two hours. I think no, it was like two hours, wasn't it? Like an hour and a half, two hours on a school bus. Oh, it's kind of nostalgic, though. You know, yeah, it is. It's a throwback. Like I felt like, but I'm a little, you know, I'm I'm over it. You know, yeah. I would like a bus that kind of rides correctly. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Last week, Sarah confirmed that there was an actual intercom in the house, so I lost that one. Mixie had that correct, and last week. I think I said they actually went into the woods. And I yeah. think Mixie said you were like... they. Were- I thought they just did around a circle. I thought you guys just did a circle around <laughs> and got a couple clips of it. And then it was right next door. Uh, I wish it would have been that way. <laughs> no. but- it's, a, it's a long yeah, journey on a bus there. 
It was definitely a long journey on the bus. It was. And it was at this like, it was at this like cow farm. I just remember that I didn't pack, like, I I didn't pack like that great for the show. And the only tennis shoes I had were these white YSL tennis shoes that are like 700 bucks. And there was cow crap everywhere. So when Steven and I went and did our one-on-one, it was supposed to be this romantic, whimsical, like little area. And I was just stepping in my shoes through this cow crap. And I was just like, oh my God, why? Oh no, not the YSLs. I know. It was, uh, yeah. And I don't remember if it was, I don't know if it rained or something, but I remember like, Coming there at first and it was nice and sunny, but then the next day I woke up and suddenly I was just like covered in mud. I was like, where did this come from? I don't know how it happened, but I was literally covered in mud. My shoes are still covered in mud. I have not washed them. Well, that segues very well into the next question because I want to know how you guys slept there. Because we kind of just, we saw you spin around for like an hour and then all of a sudden it was the morning. What happened in between those periods of time? So much happened. Do you want to go first, Katie? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'll just okay. say, I mean, I, I, I remember thinking, okay, if I'm going to sleep out here, I need to just get really drunk. So I got really drunk. And then I was supposed to sleep in one of the tents, like rough it, which is fine. I've slept in tents before. But Amanda, because her and I were going to share a tent, left the door of the tent open. So when I went to go sleep in there, it, there were just bugs everywhere. And I'm like, shoot, like, I'm not going to sleep in here. So I went and stayed in Calla and Whitney's tent with Amanda, Calla, and Whitney and just slept on the floor and honestly just passed out. I mean, it was fine. Yeah. But, uh, so there was four of you in there? Yeah, but it was one of those glamping ones. Okay. So, like, yeah, we fit. So So they weren't they weren't hard and fast with the rules. Like, you lost the tug of war. <laughs> How dare you sleep in the glamping tent? Yeah, yeah, no. I, no. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I ended up winning the uh, the glamping, so I was excited at first, honestly. I thought I was going to have it a little bit easier. Never been camping, so I was really trying to win that glamping. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And uh, But then when I went to fool, first off, two things happened. One, we also left our door open, so it was filled with crickets and spiders. I was literally trying to scoop them out and take them out because I'm, like, you know, vegetarian, trying to save the insects. And at one point I walked in and when you see, I'm pretty sure the scene of Brianna eating the hot dogs is in my tent because I remember coming into my tent and then Brianna was there and I was like, she's like, are you sleeping in here? I'm like, babe, this is my room. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. And then I remember going, trying to go to sleep in my bed. My sheets had already been moved and there were hot dogs around and I'm a vegetarian. I'm like, hot dogs. I was like, so. I was like, what the happy hot dogs all over my bed? But you know what? I would rather have the hot dogs than the crickets and the spiders. Yeah. But I ended up having both. So Oh my It was goodness. it was a good time. I was freezing. I was literally I I don't think I slept all night. I was free I don't know how Suzanne did it. She was a trooper. She slept all night like a baby. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, that's impressive. You have enough alcohol. But, I mean you can sleep pretty well. That's true. I'm just Yeah, I'm just that's the thing. I don't really drink, so I was SOL. No, but Suzanne doesn't drink either, so I don't know how she did it. Oh yeah, oh she's she's a tough one. It's that knitting, it's that mindset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Chilling. Yeah. So let's talk about last week's episode. You're watching it back, seeing everything that happened and was not shown, and we're aware like 
There's so much things that they can't put in there. And you're watching it back. I mean, our favorite moment was obviously Martin giving sage advice while blinding two people at the same time in the eyes with that headlamp. <laughs> yeah. Which amazing. was just which was just amazing. <laughs> when you when you were watching it back last week, were there were there points where you were like, Oh, that's what that's what I didn't know happened? Because I always find that that's probably the most fascinating thing on your guys' side to be like oh, that's what they did, but that's not what they said they did or not what they talked about, but what they actually talked about. So was there anything specifically last week watching it back that you were like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that piece of information or I didn't know Martin blinded two people. I mean, but he gave him hugs. He was nice about it. Yeah. Yeah. And fixed her shoe and everything. Yeah. (laughs) Daddy Martin. (laughs) I don't think there was anything that, I mean, I guess I didn't know the whole like, Uh, Martin giving advice to Kurt or Brianna which was hilarious the the Brianna thing that would that made my life me too (laughs) but um but no I mean honestly I have to say just watching it back I was so relieved because that was the one night that I like you know drank a lot and I was like I really don't remember like what I knew I had kind of gotten involved in some of the drama but like I was just like, oh God, oh God, like watching it. Like I, at one point I'm telling you, my heart was beating out of my chest last week because I was just so nervous, <laughs> but it wasn't too bad. So yeah, you came out really nice on on the last episode. You were, you were consoling Carolyn. You, I thought you got a great at it. Yeah. And you also like prevented her from like making a mistake. Like, should I go over there and say that? You're like, no, you just don't, just don't move. Yeah. Just, just stay here. Don't. This is not worth it. You're a good friend. Yeah, but at one point I did say, I'm like, no, I would I would be done. I would say, you know what? I'm done. And then I'm like, I was watching that. I'm like, no. I'm like, don't listen to my drunk advice. Oh, man. That was, an, uh, that was definitely an intense night, I think, for everybody. Um, but yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, I think that was like, uh, I don't know. I mean, that was one of my favorite days there, even though it was one of my last days there. There was a lot of things that I didn't notice, like the the Brianna thing. I didn't even know that she went, that she actually got left behind at one point. I had no idea. We actually didn't even know we were going to go on the carnival ride. I mean, we were blindfolded and led there. Um, So it was like a big surprise for all of us. At first, we were like, are we being blindfolded to be led to an elimination? Like, that would happen. (laughs) It would. (laughs) It's like one of those things where like the floor just drops under you. It's like you're done. Um, so I mean, that would have yeah. been that would have been a pretty good idea. Or as you're eliminated, you have to jump in this giant pile of uh, of cow poo. I was clinging on to Stephen because I knew he couldn't be eliminated. So I was like, "Cool, That's good. I got you. We're going down together." You know. Yeah. So, but yeah. but uh, that was a that was a a lot of alcohol I think involved in that night. A lot of emotions because it was you know weeks coming you know at that point and. I think people were really starting to form bonds. And so I think it's just inevitable. That was like a, that was a great night. Did you have your coin in your bra with you when you were out camping? <laughs> not in my boob. Oh, not that I time? did have it in my bag. Different B. Okay. Yeah, I had it in my bag. But genuinely, there was so much going on. I forgot about my coin. I can understand that. I also forget about the coin while I'm watching the show. We all forgot about it. Everybody forgot about it. I brought it with me in the back because I wanted to use it because I wanted to do something romantic and stars, you know. Yeah. And then everything happened and I I was like, what coin? You know what I mean? I totally forgot about it. And then they're like at elimination, like, did you bring your coin? 
like you might uh, you you might wish that you would have used it. And I was like, ah, oh, damn, that freaking <laughs> totally forgot about. It. We knew that was coming because they're like, if for some reason you can't use a coin, you're able to gift it. We're like, well, she's going <laughs> home. Ah, <laughs> uh, there goes Jay. You would have. I mean, I like said I had it in my boobs. They should have been like, ah. Let her let her stay. We'll fish it out. You know what I mean? Like we gotta get that. We'll make that one of the uh, the poor the poor uh, poor uh, field trips. Yeah, yeah. We'll just get get a little fishing lure and try to like it's an, it's fish right. it and that out was of there. My birthday, yeah. guys. That day was my birthday. Then I go let really? me. So it's kind of bittersweet. Wow, ice cold. Yeah, right. Unnecessary. It was cold because she made Stephen like the most delicious cake. For his birthday, wow. like took hours making it. I saw it. I watched it like, yeah. and then he eliminates her on her birthday. I was like, right. you couldn't wait like one more elimination. That's such a V move. Yeah. It's such a V move. <laughs> such a V move. Such a V move. <laughs> I mean, it was, yeah. So the cake was like, I literally listened to Steven. I was like, all right, what does this guy love? He said his favorite season was full. He loves bourbon, you know, and he loves apples. So I made him a caramelized uh, apple bourbon buttercream cake, right? Like, come on. Wow. So it took me like literally, I think it was like two days to make it or something like that because we didn't have all of our equipment and, and whatnot. So when it came down to my birthday, you know, like I didn't expect anything, but I also didn't expect my gift to be like, hey, Here's your ticket home. Congratulations. I was like, <laughs> did either of them say anything to you that like happy birthday or anything? Absolutely. No, absolutely. They said happy birthday. I don't know. It was weird. It was a weird day. They said happy birthday and everything. And then Steven said, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say, but Steven said to me, um, you know, I can't get you a cake. I'm not good at making cakes, but I'll definitely make sure to get you something special for your birthday today. <laughs> yeah. An elimination. <laughs> I'm playing ticket home. Holy shit. Shit. Thanks, Steven. With a V. Such a V move. Ice cold. If you go on Twitter, Steven paid for some, um, for one of our um, fans' dinners at like a Longhorn Steakhouse. Who else votes that Steven should um, ship me out a cake? Yes, you absolutely deserve a cake. <laughs> Let's, we'll get everybody on, we'll get everybody on board for that. We'll get all our listeners on that. We'll, we'll bombard him on Twitter. Everybody tweet at Steven and tell him to send Drea her birthday cake. It's the cake gate. Is that the thing? Cake gate. That's cake gate. We have so many gates on this show. All the gates. All of the gates. We now have a new one. We'll mark it on our list. Yes. I believe our list is up to 27 and a half gates now. Yep. It's getting close to the woo counter. Yeah, it's getting close to the woo counter. That's so funny. Wow. Yeah, we'll get you a cake, Dre. I'll make sure of it. It'll be my new passion. If I speak to him, I'll also make sure to to note it. However, I do want to point out that the girls got me a cake. Oh, that's see. Oh, that's very nice. So that was super sweet. And the card. It was so nice. That is very nice. So sweet. And then when I left, you know, I had... I could cry in the cake and then eat it at the same time. So it was really nice. I could just see them showing you in... In the expedition, just like fucking in the back of the car. And guys, I'm telling you, it was like it could have fed like 20 people. It was one of those like really large, like rectangular birthday cakes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And you just went home with it. Did they put your uh, best actress award on top of it too? No, I actually held that in one hand, cake in the other, and I was crying onto the card at the same time. So it was re- really riveting. Do you still have your award? I do. You want to see it? Oh yes, I want to see it. Yeah. I actually have it in my room. Hold Let's on. go. 
Oh man, I was gonna ask if she had the coin, but guys, right now we're we're gonna narrate for you. Yeah, she's she has left our, our viewing area. Oh, here it okay. comes. I can see it. All right, I have. I have a little shrine, a little ode to my Joe Millionaire in my room, if you guys want to see. So That's incredible, yes. <laughs> I have my trophy. Amazing. I told guys, I told my father I won Best Actress. He was so proud, he had no idea what it meant. But I didn't tell him. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> and then when I was there, I had this nifty rock I found, so I painted the Can't Buy Me Love bus on it. Oh, oh I right? And then I had all of the cast members sign it. That's so cute. Yeah, in like 50 years, this is going to be like the new NFTs. It will so. be. That'll be yeah. worth a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm hoping. But yeah, That's I'm just going to never tell the real story behind this Best Actress Award for anybody that comes in my room. Yeah, no. they don't need it. No. Yeah, this one time. This one time at band camp. This one time at Joe Millionaire camp. At <laughs> Joe Millionaire camp. I won an award. Oh man! Oh man! That's pretty incredible. You've kept that. I we that was oh, yeah. literally on our list. Is did she get to take the trophy home? And I'm I'm glad that you did. If I wasn't gonna take a man home, I was definitely gonna take my trophy home. <laughs> <laughs> the trophy taking the trophy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You got yeah. it. Uh, well, <laughs> moving on to post elimination, I wanted to know you guys when you left. I'm assuming you left pretty quickly. You guys at least got to say goodbye to the girls, which is great. We were told Sarah was not allowed to, but she also broke the rules, you know? Can't fall in love with the crew. Can't fall in love with the crew. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They never said who you could fall in love with. They just said it was about falling in love. (laughs) I agree. I agree. I'm fully agree. I mean, he was hot. He was so hot. He was hot. Oh, my God. He was beautiful. (laughs) I didn't think... I thought he was a plant. I, I did believe that somebody that pretty could like do other things than be pretty that's on me <laughs> i feel like midway they should have been like enter the chat you know like winston enter the chat and he like takes off his gear and all of a sudden he's just like i'm the third guy like that would have been great that would have been amazing i think all the girls would have went for him literally at one point i remember all the girls were like he's so hot um, yeah i mean he's he's beautiful to look at when you left who did you think the millionaire was, honestly? And at what point were you told who actually was? Okay. Um, you want to go, Katie? You go uh, sure. I mean, I so I kind of figured that Stephen was the millionaire the whole time um, because I'm from Iowa and I know how much farmers can make. Okay. Um, especially if you have like Angus beef and a lot of your farming equipment. You know what I wonder, though, is like, a lot of farmers, okay, like they say worth $10 million, but like, is that liquid or is this like all your assets? Is this your land, your cattle, your machinery, your crop? Like a lot of farmers actually don't have a lot of cash equity and they have to like use other things when they get loans and stuff. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm just thinking aloud. No, totally. This is all the things we were thinking as well. <laughs> Yeah, but um, but you know who I've been texting? Chris Soul, so maybe I'll ask Ooh. him. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Oh, my God. This is getting juicy. <laughs> crossover. Crossover. <laughs> yeah, we need a crossover. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no. So I, I kind of had a feeling that Steven was the millionaire just because of that. And also because Kurt was so kind of like arrogant and just a bit like, I don't know. I just felt like he was overcompensating for some type of insecurity for not being the millionaire. That was always kind of my thing is like, 
yeah, he was kind of like acting a certain way because he knew deep down that he's not the millionaire. Mm-hmm. But okay, that makes sense, Drea. Um, I mean, clearly this is why I'm single because I can't read anybody. So <laughs> you thought it was Kurt. um, I thought Kurt was. I, I was like, Kurt came in. He had a man bun. Okay, you know, I don't really know anything about man buns, but he did have BDE. <laughs> so I was like. Uh, he has got some big dick energy. Like, I don't care if you don't like me because my bank account is still big. So I was like, okay. So I thought I thought the whole time that it was Kurt. So every time, you know, I, like I was trying to rattle my brain, I was like, yeah, it's definitely Kurt. Real estate. I know about real estate. I know about, you know, real estate development. So I was like, okay, that's where the big money is. I'm a vegetarian. I don't know anything about farms. Definitely not cow farms, you know. Yeah. Except for I don't, I don't know if I like them too much. So, you know, so I, I thought that. I don't know why. I thought that Kurt was the one. Yeah. That was the millionaire. When did you guys find out? When, uh, way after, when I came home. Oh. Of course, I come home and I'm like, I'm like one of those crazy ex-girlfriends, you know, when I came home, I was like, okay, I want to find out everything about this guy. What's his mother's name? Uh-huh. What's his ex-girlfriend's 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 <laughs> name? Of course. <laughs> All of them. That's when I was like, okay, I was wrong. They didn't like sit you down and tell you and get your reaction to like who was who? No. No. Interesting. Wow. I feel like that's a miss. I know. That would have been a cool twist. Uh-huh. Or just like during the exit interview, as you're leaving in the back of the car, just be like, it was Steven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would make sense. Yeah. I don't know if I would have cared who it was. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. if I think a lot of the women there, like, they really were, like, building these connections with these men. And at the end, I think, I think that even if the guy was like, I got, like, Okay, maybe not zero dollars. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you're a bum. No, um, Q no scrubs by TLC. No, but I mean, if he had like, if he had like, you know, like I'm not a millionaire. I'm the other guy, you know, the the thousandaire. Then they would have been like, all right, that's fine, mm-hmm. you know, because at the same time, you're supposed to build a person you love. That was one thing that was a little bit shocking is that I, I genuinely feel like there weren't really any girls there that are kind of gold diggers. Like I feel like right. they should have put like three or four girls in there that were like totally like obvious gold diggers like did don't have jobs Mm, like yeah are just there like that would have been good you know because then Mm -hmm. you'd be like oh no she's definitely a gold digger like she's gonna really be pissed if she chooses (laughs) the wrong guy yeah right they should have went on seeking arrangements you know yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) wow what a great idea Well, the girls, if you look at them, all of them are very Mm -hmm. self-sufficient. A lot of them are entrepreneurs, you know, and, um, you know, like Katie does so much with her document. I don't know if you guys know about the documentary and everything else going on. So it's like a lot of these women have so much going on for themselves that it's just like, I feel like all of us were like, we don't need a man for money, Mm -hmm. you know? I will say at that point, it didn't. I, I do think that that translated on screen. I feel like Steven and I talked about this a, a couple times throughout our episodes that like you girls all really seem like, okay, as long as they're, they have a job, you're all like, yeah, you're good. Like as long as yeah. you have some sort of independence and you're taking care of yourself in some way, I agree with you. Nobody really comes off as like this big gold digger. And I know that they were kind of trying to portray that during the mm. movie situation but it just like even the way that they edited it, I don't think that even the girls they tried to edit into being a quote unquote gold digger, it was clearly that they were kind of joking about the stuff. So yeah, I agree with you. But I personally, like obviously for reality TV, it would make sense to have these crazy gold diggers. But like, I really, I keep kissing your casting 
ass. But like your guys's cast of girls is just so incredible. You're all individuals. You like all have your own exactly what you say. You all have your own things going on. You all come from different places. There really isn't two people that you're like, oh, this is a carbon copy of each other, which you see a lot on other reality yeah. shows. And that's honestly oh. one of the main reasons I love this show is because they show all of you guys. They show your personalities, your differences, what you do. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. Cornwell casting did an amazing job. They really did. And I mean, all of the girls were so different, yet we all bonded so strongly. And it seems genuine. Was that something you understood like very quickly where you were like, you were like, oh, what do you do? And it's like, oh, what do you, oh, we're, oh, we're all kind of like alike like that. I mean, I assume maybe you thought casting wise, it would be similar to other shows and things like that. Were you kind of a little surprised once you got there and started to talk to everybody because it doesn't seem like I mean we know there's stuff that's there are like clicks and stuff like that all you know with every group but it yeah. never seemed like at least to us that there was like we hate these people we hate these people everybody kind of seemed like it was fine and everybody got along well there was a point where I was like I mean my mind was kind of going everywhere but I was like what if at the end the twist is that both of the guys are broke and all the girls here are more <laughs> successful than right. them. Like we're the ones that like have like the businesses yeah. oh and like God. our entrepreneurs and all that. Right. So I, I was like, that. maybe, yeah, I was like, maybe that's what it is. Like all of us have more in our bank accounts than these guys or something like that. Like I was wow. like, is there going to be some crazy twist? So yeah, that's I smart. <laughs> I didn't even think of that, but that's true. I mean, we're all like, you know, self-sufficient and successful. So that would have made sense. Mm -hmm. That would have been yeah. a plot. I mean, we don't know the ending, right? So that's true. <laughs> Dre, you said in the limo once that you were like, that, that you were like, and this is what we said in the very first episode. We we're like, he didn't say he's poor. He's just doesn't have $10 million. Mm -hmm. He's got right. maybe seven. Mm -hmm. So we're right. trying to, to make you think that way. And again, what he does, I mean, I mean, again, he's not a hobo, which again would have been exactly. Yeah, I, I, I know Fox yeah. is listening to this. Great idea. Next time. I would have loved a hobo. Would have been amazing. <laughs> Just get a hot hobo. It would have been so funny. That would have been cool. Somebody who lives down at Venice Beach. Just get a hot hobo. You know, totally. shave his beard. He'll be fine. Little shave, little trim. <laughs> if Fox is listening, that's 100 percent what they should do for the next one. Like, get a guy who's like, you know, like, all right, he's got a lot of scruff going on, but like, we can clean him up and then yeah. do like a before and after for the first episode. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, insert him into the mansion Absolutely. and like, yeah. choose him. They're like, actually, I got a crash on your couch after this. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. It would be amazing. <laughs> and follow their journey after. <laughs> because we're just giving Fox all these ideas in 495. Take them as you want. <laughs> yeah. uh, here's another one. Um, for your situation, since you're a vegetarian, we just have a dating show with vegetarians and people that are like cattle farmers and like, just see, see how it works. Yeah. That, that was my date with Steven every date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Cause I, I mainly got, uh, sort of was, was mainly only like talking to Steven and honestly, I didn't really get a chance to know Kurt at all. Um, and I don't know why I think like situations just kind of did that too. And then, uh, there was a, there was a lot of things, but yeah, I don't know. So, so one point I remember asking Steven, cause he was like, ah, I own a cattle farm. And I was like, oh, cool. And I was like, of course the, the vegetarian in me and is like, oh, cool. Yeah. So, uh, do you like kill them? And he was like, 
He's like, no, no, I don't kill them. You know, we sell them off, but I inseminate them. I was like, all right. You know, I'm like, I guess maybe I could like, at the end, like I probably would have tried to like save all his cows if we worked out, you know, like took them off the farm one by one, like slowly until he had none. Cut open the fence and just let them be free. (laughs) (laughs) Not a gold digger, but I'm a cow saver. I literally, I was thinking that too, like, so Steven was talking about like his hunting and fishing excursions and you should have saw my fate because like, yeah. I don't eat red meat. I love cows. I love pigs. And I'm just like yeah. thinking, oh my, another incompatibility. Like I just yeah. can't, like I wouldn't be able to like date somebody seriously that hunts like that. I just, I couldn't yeah. like, that was one thing that was an incompatibility. Yeah. I would be crying every single day. I'm not yeah. kidding. My, like in our culture, my father, we like, cause I'm Romanian. So we kill a pig. Like mm-hmm. you know, every Christmas is like a thing that they do. They go to a farm and they pick it out and everything. It's like awful. You're like, yeah, that one, Tim, you know, keep him for six weeks. Like that's awful. So <laughs> I'm serious. So I, like you get attached. So every year I try to coerce my dad not to do it. Like, mm. Come on. Don't start. Yeah. The, don't start the year with <laughs> murder. You know, so like, me and Mixie review another show on MTV called The Challenge, and they had two people from Romanian Survivor this year. We fell in love with these people. They probably won. They made it very far. Yeah. Yes, they did. I'm sure they did. They made it very far. They were very intense people. Mm-hmm. One's like a music star yeah. over there. Oh, really? Her name is Emmy. Emmy. E-M-Y. Emmy? E-M-Y? I probably, I've probably seen her music. We'll, we'll send you a link, but... She is. She was like. She would always yell at the end, like she she in a challenge. She won an elimination, and she would drop to the sand and scream for Romania every single time. I love it. We're very proud. We're very very proud of what we are. So I've even had like Romanians reach out to me like on Instagram and say, you know, like 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 I love seeing a fellow Romanian. Like I'm rooting for you and things like that. So. Yeah, it's super sweet. We're a small country, and we're very, very family oriented, and uh, and no, we're intense people for sure. You know, we're like close to like you know that whole Russia. <laughs> we're like ah, always yelling, you know? kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So people always uh-huh. think I'm yelling, but I'm just so passionate all the time about everything. That's good. So yeah. All right, Katie, you were uh, 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 maybe an unwanted star of the episode where where Rachel left. <laughs> yeah obviously there's stuff that we didn't see going into that and i imagine it immediately wasn't she came in and you're like just get out of here it seemed like there was probably (laughs) a slow burn of a wick of a candle that led it to that point can you just walk us through from your perspective getting home and how it kind of i guess took off for lack of a better term right so i watched her at the movie premiere um you know, drinking and then not only drinking, but she would go to the bar and there'd be like half drank glasses and she would pour those into her glass and continue drinking. So she was like drinking a lot. Right. So in, in the um, limo, you know, she was all grumpy being a brat, wanted more shots. I'm like, girl, you don't need any more shots. You'll thank me tomorrow. Um, and just kind of like making catty remarks about the girls. And I, I just don't like that. I'm like into women empowerment. I don't like mean girl type stuff. So we get back to the house. She showers, whatever. And we were roommates. So, I mean, we were friends. Um, and 
it's funny because you see me, I come out in a towel. Mm. So I've just gone out of the shower, right? The first time. And I'm trying to calm her down. I'm like, Rachel, just go to bed. Like, we'll talk about it tomorrow. And she's just like having a meltdown. So then I like go change. I do my skincare routine and she's still like up wreaking havoc. And I'm like, (laughs) all right, I want to go to bed. We have an early, like we have to get up early in the morning. Like just go to bed because I don't want like four hours of sleep. Like I've gotten a couple other nights because she was drunk, like having a meltdown. You know what I mean? Like at one point she locked me out of our bedroom because she was mad and drunk. So I was locked out of the room and I'm like pounding on the door, like, babe, let me in. Yeah, that's that seems like a lot of other things that we didn't see that kind of led to that moment. Yeah. So so, yeah. So I was like I was trying to be a good friend for a while. But at the end of the day, like my patience was wearing thin. She also made a comment, like a personal comment to me. Like, I don't yell at people. I don't get like crazy often. And she, yeah, she just made a comment to me. And that's when you see me like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm fucking done. You know, you can go, I'm, I'm over it. I'm, I'm trying to be your friend. I've like dealt with you like enough where you can just go. You're an adult. That's understandable. Drea, where were you during all of that? <clears throat> I commend you, Katie. <laughs> Hi- hiding oh, in my bed. Thanks. Yeah, no. So, uh, well, first I want to say that I definitely commend you, Katie, because I think like all the other girls were kind of like, I'm not dealing with this, you know, and everybody kind of like hid under the covers and was going to bed. And Katie was really there and trying to help and, you know, being like, hey, no, don't, you know, I understand. It's just drinking. Like you'll, you'll feel like maybe you'll wake up and Mm -hmm. regret everything today. You know what I'm saying? And so she was really trying to like save her and like say, you know, it's okay. You know, trying to console her. So so definitely, I want to say kudos to you, babe, because you're so amazing. Love you. Um, but that night, there was a lot that uh, wasn't shown, obviously. It didn't happen as fast as that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it showed. Right. Um, so it was an ongoing thing. But I was in my bed, um, and people <laughs> were all looking around for her. And it was uh, it was a lot. I was like, but I was like, I don't know what to do. I was up. I'm nosy. So I got to know what's going on. I know. She hid in a bathroom. Oh, wow. <laughs> you hid in the bathroom? That's what I, I didn't want to say it, but I was like, and then the care, well, they come, they come into my bedroom. It's pitch black, but I'm not, I'm not sleeping. Cause I'm like, I'm trying to hear everything. So they come in like, where is she? And I'm like, she's over there. <laughs> she's in that bathroom right there. And I was like, oh my God, I hope she doesn't know that I gave her, rattled around. Narc. I was like, oh, but it was right next to me. So I knew because I had always run into that bathroom when I needed like some like alone time. That was like my bathroom that like nobody knew about. So I was like, she's in that bathroom. She's in my bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I think she just had maybe a hard time adjusting. Yeah. yeah. You know, I didn't really know like what happened. Um, honestly, that night I had, I never drank. Even that night I drank and it was an emotional night for me. I cried and I literally cried all night, but for her, maybe, I think maybe that was just her way of coping, of being there, having to be away from everyone around strangers. You know, everybody, everybody, I mean, everybody reacts to the same situation in different ways, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We all have different yes. traumas and different triggers. So, you know. And that, and that's one thing, too, I want to mention is that I've seen Rachel since um, she came. We had like a, I had a 
Joe Millionaire premiere party at my house. I set up like a whole kind of weekend of, of events. And, Adorable. you know, I did invite Rachel and, she, you know, she was, she did join us and we had a great time and everything was fine. And, um, yeah, I think she just was really uncomfortable in the house and perhaps drinking was kind of her way to, you know, maybe take the edge off and feel a bit yeah. more comfortable. Totally. But, but yeah, like, you know, like I said, I've seen her since we had a little bit of a hiccup after that episode aired, um, due to a few things I tweeted. (laughs) No, (laughs) Twitter gets people in trouble. No, I don't hold any grudges and I hope that she doesn't either. I think it's just, you know, it's, it's a situation that you're in and, you know, but you move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, there's a lot of things that I said or I did on the show that I wasn't really proud of. Granted, you know, somebody loves me out there because it wasn't really aired that much. But, like, at the same time, if it had been, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It, It was part of the experience. It happened. It's who I am. You look at it. You learn from it. You move on. And you become a better person. And I think that goes for, like, everything in life. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We We do a lot of things. We're just not able to watch them back. But I think even for me, it was like a realization of watching myself on screen and being like, hey, do I really say like things like that? Or do I sound like that? You don't really realize those things until you have a camera in your face while you're brushing your teeth, recording you 24 seven. So Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But Drea, I do have to say you looked great on screen. There's something in particular oh, really? that kept happening throughout the season that I really need to discuss with you. Is it my boobs? No. Oh. I mean, we can talk about them if you'd like. We could definitely have a conversation about this. We'll, we'll add that in. <laughs> Apparently, some guy nicknamed me Jugs. So there oh. you go. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. That's a really clever one. That's a good I know. They right? really thought hard on that. They did. Yeah. Very cute. I was going to say, I noticed <laughs> just throughout the season that you were constantly, like, I would say nine out of 10 times. You were the one sitting in like the throne chair while everyone else was like shoved on couches next to each other. How were you able to accomplish that? Was that you? Were you putting yourself in those situations? Were you buddying up with the producers? Is this because you hugged Martin? How did you get those (laughs) throne seats? Yeah, that's right. I guess you're right. I always did get throne seats. You know what it is? Um, I was born late. You're like, where is this going? I'm late to everything even now. Okay. And uh, I, I think all of the girls are like, come on, girls, huddle up. I'd always be in the kitchen cooking or like in the bathroom where the door handle was missing. So you have to like finagle the door open. <laughs> so, you know, so I was always late and everyone's already like kind of like huddled in together trying to pay attention like school, you know, like at school. Yeah. And I always got the throne. So or I'd have breakfast. I'm like, no, I need the seat. I got to put my, my food down, you know. <laughs> I got lucky, I guess. That's awesome. Yeah, because if I was in there, I would be running for that throne seat every time. I should have just put my name on it. You should have. Yeah. On the back, like a like a director's chair. That's exactly what you should have done. <laughs> well, when I first walked in in that freaking, the feather dress, I walked in and I thought everybody was going to be dressed like that. Uh-huh. Everyone else had like these cute, sexy, tight dresses on. I was so jealous. I walked in like... Like, I was the butler. Like, I was the one who owned the mansion and I was introducing Martin. You know what I mean? I'm- you were the duster. <laughs> yeah like I, i'm here like bell you know what i mean Just, what a wild ride i've always wanted to be bell at disney world ugh. oh well there's a possibility now possibility yeah. crossover event <laughs> little crossover event um so let's let's like we, we got to talk about katie i'm sorry when when you get when you're in the bottom three for tug of war one of the last three that we picked 
Are you just sitting there seeing people get picked and you're like, here it goes. This is going to happen to me. This is just, this is what, this is what it is. Yeah. No, honestly, it was, it was funny because I didn't care at all because obviously I get it. Like I have scrawny little arms and scrawny little legs. (laughs) Like I am not strong. And also, by the way, everyone, I wasn't told, they just said dress casual. So for me, I was wearing like blue jeans and a tank top. Mm -hmm. Everyone else was in like, again, like tennis shoes and like Lululemon outfits. Yeah. So I was looking around like, well, everyone's in like Nike tennis shoes and Lululemons. I'm in like, you know, high-waisted Levi jeans and YSL, like, you know, (laughs) tennis shoes. Yeah. Yeah, So I was, I knew that that was going to happen. I didn't care. I thought it was quite funny how Suzanne was like, so upset she's like i don't want to be picked last i'm like babe take it as a compliment like you're tiny as well like don't worry about it but yeah i don't know i was just like oh it is what it is you know (laughs) yeah you didn't seem to care that's why i was curious because suzanne didn't take it to heart but that's kind of where i'm at i mean whatever you pick me first cool you pick me last whatever yeah i like i did not care i'm gonna have to hold this rope either way you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, and that was the thing too. I didn't even want to do the tug of war. I wanted to be like, can I just like watch or like, you guys don't need me. I'm not going to make a difference. Yeah. So let me just stay on the sidelines. Cause I don't want to do this. Oh. So yeah, no, I, I didn't mind at all. You should have just pretended to pull, but like actually put no effort in. Yes. Uh, I mean, she's just been like, <laughs> but actually put no effort in. That would have been yeah. great. Oh, that would have been hilarious. I actually did try. If you see, I was like watching myself and like, you actually see me. I'm like, ah, oh, and my little tiny muscles are like about to burst. <laughs> You're giving it a good solid effort. I love it. That would have been like, if you would have actually injured yourself doing tug of war, that would have just been like, <laughs> she's got to go home because she like ruptured her bicep playing tug of war. Uh-huh. Yeah. Literally after being picked last, like I yeah. really put in an effort. And for the chances of glamping, you just like completely yeah. tore the your bicep off off the bone and everything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely oh horrible way of going instead of the triple elimination. It would have been really good. So, Drea, uh, Sarah Rose told us you would, and and we've confirmed that basically, that you would make these meals for everybody Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and all of these things. What was, did you have like a, a memorable meal like a go-to meal that you would cook and then for katie was there anything that she made specifically you're like i when you when we get home if you don't send me your fucking recipe for <laughs> potato salad i will fly to where you are and punch you in the face <laughs> katie messages me she's messaged me for recipes i already yeah i already have done that i've already asked her for recipes so <laughs> amazing yeah and, and and again, Drea, we me and Mixie may or may not work for like a cooking cooking thing. So cooking, nope. yeah, right there, oh, boom, right there. Okay. So you I know, love yeah. that. when you're out here next, we might have to have a guest appearance. Oh, absolutely. This girl, this girl is such a good cook. I was like a bit. I'm like, okay, she has a cafe. I was thinking she could probably just bake like some muffins or whatever. She's like making these really intricate dishes like 
they were so good. And even food, like a lot of the food, like I, I'm like, oh, I don't like eggplant or I don't like this, that. And then she'd be like, no, 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 just try it. And I would try it. And it was so good that then like every time I'd like want to cook something or I'm like, okay, when I get out of here, I want you to send me all these recipes because everything (laughs) that you make, like the seasoning and the flavors that she chose were just so good. I told her, I'm like, you have to either do a cooking show or I've been telling her to make like a cookbook, even if it's just like an ebook. Like she's such an incredible cook, truly. Thank you. So cute. So no, really. Again, we we might know people who can do this for you. Oh, yeah? We might actually be those people that do that. <laughs> we might be those people. <laughs> Cooking is my thing. Um, I, I definitely cooked a lot on the show. And honestly, a lot of the times when you don't see me, it's because I'm in the kitchen cooking. Um, but I think the most memorable dish was when I was, like, everybody was kind of cooking together that one night. And we were making, like, they were making steaks on the grill. The boys had to leave. And... I'm the cook, but like, I also am the vegetarian and the vegetarian uh, had to finish the steaks. Oh. Like I to like, I was like, yep, this is medium rare. This is medium. So that was kind of interesting. Um, but I, I mean, also the cake, of course, that I made Steven. Yeah, that's incredible. Made, uh, yeah. Yeah. I would come down. The girls would be back by the pool. I'd come down like, what do you guys want me to make for lunch? <laughs> like, what are you, what are you thinking? Like, yeah. They could do Mexican, Italian. <laughs> That first like stew that you made that first night was so good. That's a Romanian I made. So it was also my mom's birthday while I was there, but I wasn't able to talk to her or anything like that. And I was kind of sad because I hadn't seen her in three months. My parents were away um, like in Colombia for like three months, South America. So Mm -hmm. before I left, I didn't get to say goodbye before I left for the show. So while I was there, I was like, okay, in her memory, like, I'll make her, you know, Romanian dish that I remember, you know, going through the house, like, oh my God, are you making this to my mom? And she'd be like, yeah, 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 I'm making it. It's a long process, but it's like eggplants, roasted red peppers, tomatoes, onions. You put them in the oven and then you kind of like peel them all. You chop them up together, olive oil. Oh my God, it's so good. It's it's almost like a, like an eggplant bruschetta. Oh, yes. You're going to be DMing us that recipe. Like a ratatouille sort of thing. Oh, That's what I was about okay. to say, a ratatouille, yeah. So, yeah, it's like ratatouille. That's kind of what it oh, tastes yeah. like, but warm on crostini bread. So good. Mm. Yes. I'm hungry, guys. Yeah, that was incredible. I'm glad I didn't eat dinner before we did this. because I'm actually cooking right now. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I'm making I'm making for the entire family chicken and biscuits. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So when you guys called me, I was like, shut the oven off. <laughs> Freaking out. Oh man! So, so we'll we're now gonna just move to some just general questions, not necessarily about the show, but more about you guys. Because I I I want to like again stress that me and Mixie have talked about this before. The fact that we have got to know you guys and like things about you more on a level than you know the other shows, I think is something that that you know can't be understated about this. And I think you were actually Drea, you said something when. When Kurt sat down with you, he's like, tell me about your businesses. You're like, you want to know about my businesses? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're just going to ask you more things that are kind of like um, specific to you. And Katie, okay. we'll start with you. With all, with all of the things you do and all of your travels, we wanted yeah. to ask you maybe three underrated places that you'd, su- yeah. you'd suggest people to go to and try. That's maybe okay. not what they would think of. Not Tulum. Yeah. Okay. 
Not Tulum. <laughs> Tulum for business. I'm going to write this down, Katie. Yeah, no. Well, I'll do like, I'll start with an easy one that people could actually. So like you mentioned Tulum, Mexico, I would say like Mexico City and Cuernavaca are fucking incredible. The food scene is incredible. I mean, I love Mexico City. I even contemplated moving there. So, you know, I get like Tulum and Cabo or whatever, but Mexico City is so incredible. Like, it's great. Um, As far as countries kind of off the beaten track, I loved um, Armenia. Armenia is a really beautiful, beautiful country. Um, Very cheap, you know, great food, very cheap. A lot of history there, a lot of beautiful churches. You know, I'd say the hospitality is incredible, truly incredible. Um, I find that with a lot of the countries around there, um, Armenia, Georgia, Moldova, really amazing hospitality. Um, I'm trying to think where else. Uh, Cambodia, really incredible place. Um, That was one of my first solo trips ever. I went by myself Mm -hmm. and um, loved it. Again, super cheap. Um, the people are are amazing, and I know a lot of people go to Thailand, and but Thailand is just so commercialized, and you know it's like going to Cambodia. It's it's just a little bit more untouched, you know. That's awesome. So so yeah, Cambodia. Um, I don't know. Uh, Colombia is amazing. I know that's not as obscure as some of the other places, yeah. but but it's a pretty cool country, Colombia. Um, we need to yeah. get you on the Amazing Race somehow. Uh-huh. So I was thinking that actually, I was like, yeah. I need to go on the Amazing Race because you do it with Martin. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Imagine. <laughs> imagine. Mixie, how dare you fucking tease that? <laughs> how dare you tease something so wonderful that we could never actually enjoy? That would break the internet. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, that would be incredible. I do want to have a quick follow up for you. Uh, Drea did mention at the beginning of the podcast that you have a documentary. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Sure. Yeah. So I've been working on this documentary for four years now, which is crazy. And and it obviously has been, um, you know, kind of on hold because of COVID and like travel restrictions. But basically, I, you know, interview women in every country about self-love, women's empowerment and women's equality. Awesome. And I'm trying to showcase the different types of beauty all over the world and kind of eradicate these western standards of beauty and show that although we are very different in a lot of ways we value a lot of the same things we value love and kindness and family and all those things so you know of course i i I touch on the outer aesthetic of true beauty but it's more about you know what's what's really beauty and and and, you know everyone will tell you it's, it's about like being kind and tolerant and and loving and and, you know, having good values and morals. So, yeah, basically, I just interview women around the world, and it's been really fulfilling. And actually, my trailer is getting um, edited as we speak in Ooh. Morocco. So I'm so excited That's to awesome. have that out in the next month. So, yeah. So should we stay tuned yeah. to your socials? Is that how you're going to keep us updated? Because I want to see this. Yes, yeah, so stay tuned. So, so the documentary is called One Model Mission. And um, yeah, I will have that trailer, like I said, hopefully in the next month. Um, I'm really excited to start getting those interviews out. But you know that you're going to see interviews from women in Jordan, Kenya, Iceland, 
Um, Incredible. You know, so many countries. Yeah. Colombia. I also did interviews in Spanish, Italian, French, Kazakh, wow. Russian. I mean, there's a lot of languages as well. That's so incredible. it's a, like, it's, it's, I'm really excited. Another reason to be on The Amazing Race. You'll just like talk to everybody. <laughs> Well, I had a, I had a trans. I don't speak Kazakh, or but okay. I had translators. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. That's a really awesome, awesome movement. Good for you. I really, I'm, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, me too. I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah, I'm so excited. If you need a plug for Romania, you let me know. I got a lot of cousins, <laughs> and they all speak English. I, you know what? I did um, an interview in Romania actually you in did? Bucharest. <gasps> I love that. Really incredible girl. Yeah. You know what? And I actually got really sick when I was in Romania. I had a really bad UTI. I know this is too much information, but the hey, girl like there's came not, and translated. not too much information after Sarah last time talking about. Yeah. Clogging the toilet. Oh yeah. 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 That's right. But yeah, no, the girl in Romania like literally went and helped me like get a doctor's appointment and like translate. And I mean, she was incredible. That's awesome. So definitely amazing oh. hospitality in Romania yeah. as well. So sweet. Yeah. yeah. We're all about women supporting women there. Big I love that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Drea, you have your 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 coffee business. Would that be fair to say? Is it a coffee business, a cafe business? How, like, how would you describe what your business is? And then the second question from that is, I think there's a lot of people who are starting businesses in the past two years, especially like online businesses and some trying small, you know, Etsy type things and, mm -hmm. and things along those lines. What was maybe one, your, the biggest issue that you had to deal with starting the business that you would wish you maybe had some information about that maybe could help somebody who's thinking about doing something similar? Um. Yeah, so I own a cafe. So it's two cafes right now, and we're opening a third one. We're in a contract right now, third and a, possibly a fourth one, but that's like with a hotel group. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's like a, in like um, the lobbies of like these boutique hotels. Nice. But <clears throat> yeah, I think the one thing that I would definitely tell people who are thinking about owning a business is to realize that passion is super important. But passion without knowledge will literally leave you burnt out. And that's what I learned. I had such a passion for cooking my whole life and such a passion for, you know, wanting to, I love people and I love, for me, I always tell my, my employees and everyone I know, it's like I throw a party every day in my store. But the difference is like, you gotta, you gotta love what you do and do all those other things, but you also have to be a business owner. Mm. And I think for the first year that I had my one store, it was a struggle and I was working like 17, 18 hours, but um, because I was underprepared, I thought just because I had a passion that, you know, that is what would keep my business going. And I quickly, quickly learned that it is not, it's not what you do. So I would definitely advise people to not just have a goal and a dream, but have a plan, like an actual step-by-step mm. -step plan, always over-prepare and have a team, a great team of people from like accounting to lawyers and just talk to people and get advice from them and put people that you trust together. That will save you so much headache. There are so many ins and outs of businesses when you're doing a brick and mortar and, and you know, you have overhead expenses and all these other things. And if you don't over prepare and make your, you know, a little team, then I mean, you're going to run into so many little, little things that you just 
you never even imagined or could possibly know about. Like I ran into some things even with my uh, incorporating my business. Now I have to reincorporate it differently because I had no idea and was never told that once I incorporated as an S-Corp, I'd have to send in a separate paperwork to actually be considered as an S-Corp, even though I signed myself up. And in the state of Rhode Island, when I did it, I never got a package in the mail. I never got anything after incorporating my business online. I just got a screen that said, here's your business is incorporated. And another <laughs> screen, like, here's your EIN. Make sure I write this down because once it's gone, it's gone. Uh-huh. Yeah. A 27-year-old bartender with a dream. <laughs> I knew nothing. Yeah. I knew how to I knew how to hustle and I knew yeah. how to make some drinks. And that's all I knew. So yeah, I would definitely advise people to read the E Myth and uh and definitely educate themselves on other books too. Yeah, that's really good advice because it, it is there's a lot of people that have a lot of passion and a lot of ideas and they want to do all of right. these things, but you you do at some point have to be a little bit realistic about it and actually getting it done. I mean, that's something Steven and I deal with too. We were like, we want to talk to everybody. We want to do all these podcasts and watch all these shows. But in reality, like we have other things going on. We need to take the time to edit it and record it and all of that, you know, that happens. Yeah. You have to market yourself. You know, you have to get yourself. Yeah. So there are so many ins and outs of businesses that I wish I had taken the time to, you know, cause they would have saved me a lot of money and a lot of yeah. stress. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I learned along the way, you know, and I feel like now at least I went through those tribulations and I can mm-hmm. help people avoid from, from doing the same thing. I yeah. think that's really good advice because yeah. I, th- I think a lot of people just like, oh, I really want to do this. I see everybody online doing it, but everybody's not showing like all the the shitty part of it and, and all that type of stuff that. Absolutely. And people will always come up to someone and be like, you know, someone's like a, a good at making croissants or something's like, oh, wow. You make the best croissants. You should open a bakery. Yeah. And it's like, that's not what qualifies you to open a bakery. Let me tell yeah. you. So, yeah. Are, oh, are these cookies are really good. You should sell them. Yeah. Yeah. You should start a cookie business. It's like, oh, okay. Thanks a lot for the advice. Appreciate it. Right. I'll get right on it for you. <laughs> yeah. Because the baking of the cookies, you're just an employee for yourself. Yeah. My first year yeah. in business, I always told myself, because I would cry all the time. I was so stressed. And I would tell my best friends, they'd be like, wow, you work for yourself. That's so cool. I'm like, guys, I literally created the world's worst job and position for myself. And I can't even get fired from it. <laughs> I can't quit. I can't even quit. Yeah. That's yeah. Terrible. I can't quit the job. Yeah. Right. It was intense. Oh, amazing. But it's cool. Now, now I learned from it. And I've been consulting other businesses and, um, you know, awesome. helping them with like, yeah, helping them with brand development, brand concept, and then definitely helping people like avoid all the mistakes that I went through. Cause there were so many times where I just wanted to quit. Mm-hmm. And if I had yeah. had a mentor or some type of guidance or anything like that, you know, it would have been a lot easier for me. So I'll gladly do that for other people. We're going to use both of your uh, guiding wisdom now mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. who have been through this to help others who are listening for a little bit of dating advice now. Oh, now that you guys are clearly the experts in the field. <laughs> yeah. I'm an expert on dating for sure. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you've you obviously, you know, shown your, your skills on TV now. And we're going to ask people, we're going to ask both of you for a little bit of advice on what everybody has to deal with because it's the wave of where we are now dealing with the apps and how to talk to people on the apps. So dating apps. One thing. Yeah, they're, they're terrible. We all we all know they're terrible, but this is what 
This is the hand we're dealt. And so now at this point, I think the conversation is like, how do we deal with the bad hand that was given to us? So what I shared last time with Sarah is what I get, especially on Bumble, is just gifts of people waving Awful. as like an opener to me. And then what am I supposed to do? <laughs> so we're going to ask you ladies, maybe you can give advice to other ladies who are listening, who are like, I just don't know how to open. I don't know what to say. I'm going to tell you again, don't send me a gift of somebody waving because I will unmatch you. It's not worth it. I just have to send you another gift of somebody waving and then we're back to square one again. Exactly. So uh, Katie start. What do you think is the best opening way to talk to a guy? And this is also DM advice as well. Like, How do you slide? I mean, I don't know. So I feel like I have gotten overwhelmed in apps where I get lazy and I will just be like, Hey, how's it going? But I'm changing my ways because I'm actively like, so, so this is what I've been doing now. I'm just like, super forward now and I'm like hey so uh what are you taking me out on a date love it <laughs> like big fan big fan I'm just like I'm just really forward or like I'll make a joke or something you know I like it count me in on that you gotta go straight for it I usually don't do the slide I'm not gonna lie unless a guy is like okay I need a slide in this guy's DMs because I can't be waiting for him to slide into mine you know what I mean <laughs> he's too good uh then I'll, then I'll slide in with like a compliment I'll be like wow you work out like what supplements do you sponsor? Like I'll so totally support you. Um, or I'll be like, you know, like, Oh my God, love that shirt. Where'd you get it? My brother's birthday's coming up. I totally am going to get on the same one. Genius. You know, like <laughs> just slide in with a compliment or something like that. I mean, these are pretty good, right? It's pretty, it's pretty good. Sick. I know now all the guys are gonna be like, she's into me. Yeah. She says she likes my shoes. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but, um, in regards to app dating, I have not had the best track record with mm-hmm. dating apps. Um, my last relationship, that was like the only guy that I would say I was like totally in love with. We met on Tinder. Um, and really, I mean, that's really what I should have seen coming because that's where the story started. Uh, we met on Tinder. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why I expected this fairy tale romance. Um, but yeah, it was really bad after that. Um, and then from there on, I've tried dating apps, but honestly, it's just, I never really meet, I haven't really met anybody on a dating app and I'm like, wow. And it's always so awkward, I guess. Like dating is awkward. Yeah, it's tough. You meet up at a, like a restaurant and then you're like, do they look like that? You know, really? And then I was mm-hmm. like, you show up and. And it's almost like an interview too. You just like sit there and ask the same questions. Like, oh, do you have any siblings? Oh, where yes. are you from? Where'd you get? It's just like, it's so exhausting. Repetitive. I'm like not trying to get to know all these people on these levels. Like, I don't care if you have brothers or sisters or like what your favorite color is. But I feel like nowadays it's so hard to date like more than a couple months because I feel like people you know, we just see each other as disposable because of dating apps and yes. social media and the next best Absolutely. thing. It's so frustrating to like find a genuine connection that lasts, you know? I totally agree with you, Katie, on that one. I think that our generation now, that the real problem and why there are so many um, single people our age, you know, as opposed to like previous generations is because we do sort of shop for a soulmate nowadays, mm-hmm. which is not, it's not how it's supposed to be. And we have access to so many other people and Every time it gets tough, you know, we're not, we're not like, Hey, you know, like let's work it out with this person. It's like, why? When I could just swipe left, swipe right. You know what I mean? And find the next person on the list. 
It's like instant gratification. It's so annoying. Abs. We live in such a society of instant gratification and yeah. people need to realize that, you know, I, I see a lot like on Instagram of like hustle mode or like all these like, you know, uh, different Instagram pages that are about like putting in all this work and like these motivational videos about like, you got to do everything to get to the top of your career. But where are like yeah. motivational videos to like, no, you got to hang on to relationships too. Like you got to fight just as hard as you fight for like your career or to get to the top of somewhere. You should fight the same way for love or you not give up so easy, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, so we are going to be wrapping up this podcast here soon. But really quickly, I wanted to ask you guys some really quickly this or that. Kind of just to get to know you better. And honestly, maybe it'll find you a guy and you don't have to deal with these dating apps. Love it. Yeah, slide in my DMs. You know how to do it now. Yes. (laughs) I love it. I'll go rapid fire and you guys just let me know what you think. Ready? Okay. 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 Night in or night out? Night in. Night out. In no, I don't know, guys. I'm a Libra. Depends. Depends. <laughs> it depends. How how about this? How about this? Dinner out, dessert at my house. Hell. There you go. Beach or mountain? Mountain. Mm, depends on the season. Oh. Yeah. Katie yeah. was definitive with the mountain. Mountain. I I want mountain if it's gonna snow. I want a beach if it's nice and beautiful out. Fair. Yeah. Text or call? Call. <laughs> it depends on if I like you or not. Oh, guys, come on. Call <laughs> me. Yeah. No, call me. Call me. I like a call because it shows more effort. A text is easier to send. Yeah, 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 yeah. Call. call. A call says I'm thinking about you. Yeah. Okay. Are you a night owl or a morning person? Night owl. Both, dude. I never sleep. Twenty four seven. Up till three, up at seven. <laughs> Toilet paper over or under? Under. Under. No. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, not over. Wait, okay. can I go check my toilet paper? I'm pretty sure it's over. No, it's over. It's over. I suck at this game. It's got to be over. I think that's, it's a, over. that's the right answer. <laughs> it's over. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Sweet. Love it. Dine in or delivery? Oh, dine in over delivery. Yeah, dine in definitely. I hate delivery. I love to cook, so yeah. Yeah. Okay, for clothing, casual or fancy? Casual. Casual. Okay. Um, TikTok or Instagram? Instagram. Instagram. Love it. TV show or movie? Movie. Movie as well. Everything in attention span of like a five-year-old. Can't watch TV shows for that long. <laughs> I give up. Three episodes in, I'm like, yeah, tell me how it ends. Katie, this one's more for you, but I obviously want to hear Drea's answer too. Airbnb or hotel? Hotel. Hotel. Definitive. Yeah. That was a very quick answer. <laughs> yeah. Drea? Um, I travel a lot and I always do Airbnb or hostel. Um, okay. I'm like a backpacker sort of traveler. Nice. Um, yeah, but but more recently I've been doing hotels because I have had some sketchy, <laughs> sketchy places. So hotels pay for. I mean, it depends who's paying because, like, I mean, I get free hotels everywhere because of my travel blog. Yeah, that makes so sense. So that's yeah. why I, you know what I mean. If I if I'm Airbnb, I gotta pay for it. I don't want to pay for uh-huh. it. <laughs> true. <laughs> that's true. Concert or sporting event? Sporting event. 
Ooh, it depends. I love the energy there. Yeah. I mean, I'm from Boston. Come on, Patriots. Boston Bruins. Katie, your sporting event too? Probably, yeah. Last but not least, window or aisle seat on the plane? Aisle. God, I was just on a plane today and I got the window and I kind of liked it, guys. I was able to sleep really nicely. You liked it? Nobody bother me. I don't like it because I get up to pee like a hundred times and I hate disturbing the person like in the middle or aisle. So I like to be able to just get out whenever I need to and go pee, go stretch, go grab some water. I'm not an annoying person that likes to keep the window open, even though I've flown like in between like Florida and like Rhode Island, like probably like a million times. Every time I'm like with the window open, like, look, look, look. We're in Rhode Island. They're like, my my best friend's like, bro, we're literally in Rhode Island like three times a month. I was like, I know. <laughs> every time. I love it, though. And then this is the question that we ask everyone that we interview on this podcast, Joe Millionaire, the challenge, everyone. Yep. I need to know, pineapple on pizza. Absolutely, yes. 100%. Fuck yeah. A hundred. hundred percent from both Let's of go. Us. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Amazing. I always want pineapple pizza. Same. Especially if it's thin crust. I think it tastes better. That's a good, yeah. that's a good take. Good take. Hot take. Yeah. I love to hear it. It's a real yeah. good take. Okay. Well, we will let you guys go. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We had a blast. I hope you guys had some fun too. Thank you for having us. It was such a yeah. pleasure, guys. It was so much fun. Everybody check them out on Instagram. Go send them some love. Uh, follow them so you can see what they're doing because they're doing really cool things. Yes. And yeah. hop in. Slide in our DMs. We're single, sexy, and free. Woo! Yes. I love it. <laughs> we Thank are. Thank you guys so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye, ladies. Thanks Thank for coming. Have a great week. Bye. I mean, I mean, what more could you want, everybody? What more could you want? An incredible exit interview, double exit interview with Katie and Andrea. I learned so much. Once again, we got a TMI story. I mean, we got so much and more yeah. from this interview. But this is what you expect from the number one Joe Millionaire podcast. It I'm is. sorry, the number one <laughs> Joe Millionaire podcast. Of course, of course, we had to start. It seems like so long ago when we, we just talked to him about Martin, like we should have asked him like at the end as well. Just like, just let's, uh, we should just have a circle back. Uh, just circle back around. Let's talk about more about Martin. I do. I, I miss talking about Martin, but I'm sure we will hopefully get another round of exit interviews after this episode on Thursday. Um, I haven't really seen much about this upcoming episode, except for I did see a teaser and uh. I posted it on the right reality uh, Instagram story. Guys, Martin, I'm just going to describe him head to toe real quick. Yeah, as we should. Huge sun hat with like one of those like strings with the the piece underneath where you can make it tight under your chin if mm-hmm. you want. He has that on. Now, then I want you to picture his his mid area, his his shoulders to, to hips. He has his, his regular budding outfit on. Shirt, jacket. Uh, you know, we got the watch, no gloves, which I was I was. That was interesting to it me. It was but... a big, shocking move. Big, shocking move that's still making waves through the fashion industry currently. Yes. And then as you move down, we had swim trunks. Yeah. And then he had, what are those, knee-high dress socks? They were dress socks, but they were literally at the bottom of his kneecap. <laughs> the bottom of his kneecap. I don't kneecap. even know what kind of cut that is. That's a butler cut. A butler sock cut. And not only were they just swim trunks, everybody, they were 
pink with like teal yeah. gators. They looked like maybe like a Lacoste. They were there, like high end, nice. He looked like he was he was going to his frat's like water slide party in the backyard. It's a great way. Yeah. Full budding outfit. Shiny shoes. Yep. Incredible. So I'm I'm really looking forward to this next episode. I'm excited to watch it with you guys and talk about it in the hotties. Thank you so much for listening to this. Thank you so much for engaging with us. Leave us a review. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us everywhere. Tell my mom that you're proud of me so that maybe she'll be proud of me. <laughs> I swear to God, if we get a review, it's saying Miss Mixie Mop. Miss Mixie Mom. Miss Mixie Mom, your daughter's doing great. You should be proud of her. We appreciate you guys. We're excited to get into the next episode. We can't wait for it. But until then, this is what you have. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Have a lovely time. Bye. See you soon, guys. Bye.